and boom goes the dynamite. It's Tuesday night, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what that means. We are back for another brand new episode of The Boom. I'm your host, James B. McDaniel. I'm here with my co-host, Kevin Ely. Kevin, how has your week been? It's kind of been a blur. How's yours? It has absolutely been a blur. I've had a wild week. I'm glad we're finally getting here. Had a crazy stomach virus yesterday. Yeah, you doing better? I'm, I'm doing slightly better. Let's hope. Listen. People listening at home, if I disappear for like 10 minutes and Kevin is awkwardly <laughs> going on an extended if monologue, suddenly you, becomes the you most know, podcast you've ever you, heard. You know what's happening. You, you, you know good and well what's happening. Um, lots of stuff going on. A lot of this was a really good week for high level matches. I thought in AEW, or at least matches we expected to be high level. I'm excited to talk about those. Mm-hmm. But one thing. Kevin, one thing that's been grinding my gears yeah. is everybody's takes on um, the news that Warner Discovery is cutting all scripted programming. And no. everybody seems to be panicking, saying that's probably bad for AEW. And I think, and first of all, I've been very distracted this week due to a new job, which I've, I've literally in Jan. Jan January 1st this year ended my five-year run with Discovery, and I've just started. I just accepted a job as the new director of social media and digital programming with the Reels Network, which nice. is a network most most people don't know about Reels. It's actually the third fastest-growing network on American television right now. A lot of exciting stuff coming soon. But look, I'm not an authority on TV, but I know TV really well. I've worked in it for a lot of years. And I think this helps AEW. Like, as soon as I heard it, I knew this helped AEW because they're trying to cut a lot of costs from them leveraging themselves to purchase mm-hmm. for the for this purchase of Warner Media. And um, I think they're trying to cut $300 million. Yeah. And the thing is, scripted programming costs way more than reality programming. A scripted TV show costs, on average, I think 2 to $3 million. And sometimes more. Right, yeah. There's at least one show, and I can't remember which one. Uh, there's a TNT show which costs like $4 million per episode. Probably like Snowpiercer or something. It's something like that. Listen, I worked. I spent hours trying to find out how much Snowpiercer costs. Because I, I was just Googling it as you were looking yeah, it up. Yeah, if you can find it. I like, can't. Look, I can find out how much I, the movie costs. I could not find it anywhere, which probably means it's expensive and they don't want to say. Mm. But Snowpiercer, that is the kind of show they're looking to cut. Um, but again, two to three million dollars per episode, sometimes more. Mm-hmm. Your average reality show costs one hundred thousand to five hundred thousand dollars, and if it's a big star, it's going to cost more because that star is going to get a premium. Right, right. Right now, AEW is get, is making forty four million per year from Warner Media, forty four million a year to give to produce three hours of TV a week plus four extra hours of TV. For TNT with Battle of the Belts. So that is 160 hours of TV for $44 million. Yeah. That comes in at two hundred and fifty to $275,000 per episode with really high ratings. So AEW is kind of a bargain as reality TV goes. It is dead in the middle. Dead in the middle, which is a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. And they're always hitting top five, very frequently number one in the demo. 
to me, if that is exactly what you're wanting to fill all your time with, the more the more scripted TV that you cut, the more you want to fill it with with reality and cheap programming. And at least for right now, AEW is incredibly cheap programming, and they can literally double that. They mm-hmm. can double the amount they're paying AEW and still come in at, at relatively a relatively inexpensive average cost reality show. And I don't I'm not saying it's necessarily great for the long term for getting the big boost, but for people that are afraid that AEW is going to get cut, I think it's a it's a really really good move because they're going to have lots more time to fill and they can't risk cutting someone who's producing that many hours of TV like right. AEW for a really good price. Now, again, they 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 might not want to give them that big money deal, but they could double it and still be in that $500,000 per episode range. Yeah, easy. The, that's the funny thing about wrestling is you can define it yeah. however you need to. Yeah. You know, like we've seen WWE like we're sports now. Oh, now we're entertainment. You know, yeah. now we're scripted programming and now and, we're family and now we're, you know, and I they think can. The, yeah. The one thing is, is it even though it's not sports, it works like a sport. And then mm-hmm. AEW is the only two hours of TV I watch live every week. So if yep. you want to get a commercial in front of my eyes that I'm not going to miss, AEW is your one shot to do it. And that's the value in live sports. And and I think they do have they're the cost of a reality show and they give you the benefit of a live sport. And that's super rare. And hopefully right. they'll see it. Like the one danger is that the head of the head of discovery hates wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like hopefully right. not. Right. I doubt it, though. I think he'll see the, the benefit in 160 hours of cheap TV getting big ratings. Right. I think anyone who's clutching their pearls right now is like. You know, it, they're kind of under the radar at the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're the AAW is not getting dealt with right away. They're 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 taking out the high dollar cleaning yeah. up things. You know, like they're probably saying, OK, scripted programming, that's going to go. Man, HBO. Snowpiercer's toast, dude. Snowpiercer yeah. is toast. Or it just moves to Max, you know, like they may say, OK, yeah. now it's coming yeah. out of Max's budget and you've got to figure out what share you're going to cut to keep making it. Exactly. Or something like that. And then eventually they'll get to look at AEW, you know, and then hopefully by that time they've built up a solid enough. I think to me, um, you know, everyone's really concentrating on raising their ratings and, you know, expanding Mm -hmm. to the casuals and all that stuff. Right. And that's valuable. um, But I think loyalty is probably even more valuable right now. So just showing that they're that they're stable and they don't get hurt as much, you know. Yeah. um, I think keeping that. Again, your average is around nine hundred thousand, let's say. Mm-hmm. But on big shows, they, they pull in one point one, one point two million. Right. And if they could just lock that down and get those people to tune in regularly, yeah, they'd be so strong. Like you don't need to like a million people per episode. Mm-hmm. They can keep that is so powerful because WWE is going to be meeting them there if they can hold it. WWE right. drops every single year. Just hold steady with the people you have, and uh, and you and you're good. Yeah. Either way, we'll see what happens there. Um, so, by the way, if you're if you're listening to this program for the first time, or whether you're a, a return listener, would love for you to check out our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/FightGameMedia. For just five dollars a month, you get bonus shows every month from Kevin and I from every other host here at Fight Game Media, plus extended episodes of shows like Brace for Impact. Um, It's a really good deal, 
and I hope you'll check it out. Um, also, fightgamemedia.com, please check it out. Never say that. Never can say that enough. A lot of really great articles by some excellent writers. The boxing articles for me are, to me, some of the highest level stuff on Fight Game Media. Yeah. Um, so whether you're into boxing, MMA, pro wrestling, check out FightGameMedia.com. Okay. I can't wait to hear the uh, pound for pound episode on um, who was what was the women's fight this weekend? Taylor. Oh my God, Katie Taylor. Yeah. Yes, Katie Taylor, Amanda Serrano. Y'all, if you did not see that match. It was what I I basically asked the question, is this the greatest women's match of all time? Because I haven't seen that many female boxing matches, yeah. but I figured it had to be. And it seemed like um, a resounding yes. From ex- what I a thought. resounding yes from legit experts here in the group who are like, yes, it was awesome. And the thing is, like, it was kind of like a women's MMA match in that mm-hmm. the women in the UFC, especially early on, like they felt they had something to prove and they were out there trying to finish fights and both those women were trying to finish that fight the entire time. Mm-hmm. And when you get that, like if you get that going for 10 rounds, you're going to have a great fight. Whoever's in there, if they're trying to finish it every round, man, it yeah. was great. Yeah. I only saw like a clips and uh, cause it was on the zone, right? Yeah. I only saw clips, but uh, I, they they posted the full walkout of her, and that was oh, that's goosebump. cool. That was a goosebumps. Dude, the crowd was moment. Electric. The slowest walkout I've ever seen, but also one of the <laughs> yeah. most dramatic. And all the young women in Madison Square Garden just losing their minds and stuff. It was that. I, I had, and that's that was exciting like to amazing. see. Yeah, yeah. For any combat sport, much less boxing. By the way, Dazone, If you wanted anybody to call you anything but Dazen, you failed. You were Dazen to me for life. <laughs> I totally That's read it all as you Dazen. Ever, I only read it as Dazen. Yeah. Like the 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 radio show I do on Wednesday, Sports Talk nine nine seven seven, the largest all sports radio station in the state of Louisiana. We always just we we gave up. We gave up trying to say Dazen years ago. <laughs> it's all Dazen. Yeah. So we got some big NXT releases this week. They kind of it felt well, hold out on of the before blue. we get to that. Before we get yes. to that, yes, I uh, I have a. A, a friend who wanted to congratulate you on your new job. Oh, this is a special guest drop in. It's not live. Okay. But I'm going to wait. I'm, I'm going to play it for you. Okay. Hold on. Hi, James. It's Trent's mom, Sue. Um, this message request is from your podcast partner, Kevin. And he would like to congratulate you on the new job and your move to um, New Mexico. And um, what I would like to know is maybe you would like me to help you move and I could um, use my minivan. minivan. Yes. Yes. Or maybe I could get you into chaos. (laughs) So it's all happening. It's all happening. <laughs> cool, wouldn't it? Anyway, I know I heard that you guys do um, podcasts called The Boom and that you really like best friends. And when I make an appearance, thank you very much. I love that you like that. It's, it's amazing. Um, your friend Kevin wanted to know if I hate Wheeler Yuta. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know him. No, I don't, I don't think I hate him, but... <laughs> I think, they won't even I think introduce him to their mom. It appears that way. Yeah. 
Um, wow. Anyway, it's great being on AEW. They're like such a great group of people, you know, my, of course, my son is the best and Chucky and Orange and Chris, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Actually, all, all of the guys there and, and women, they're, they're really a bunch of nice people. It's always a, such a welcoming feeling. And I can't believe that I actually am on the show sometimes. That's like... Oh, unbelievable. I can't believe that my Greggy made me a part of it. Look, Greggy. <laughs> That's so great. Must he scrappy? Like the dog. Scrappy. Oh, my God. And my, ba- my baby's tired. That dog tired. is huge. Yeah. Look, that dog's as big as Wheeler. <laughs> you wagging? Are you wagging at James? Look, where's his tailie? <laughs> there. She's adorable. Our dog's the best. Anyway. Worth every Have a great evening. Keep on watching, uh... AW, have a great move, and maybe you just might see the white minivan pull up, and I'll be there helping you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Kevin, that was the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. That is more exciting (laughs) than actually getting the job and moving to Albuquerque, New Mexico. The thought that chaos could help me move in in the white minivan, that is amazing. But now, breaking news... She, they haven't no even heat. introduced Wheeler Yuta. They haven't no, even introduced how little, him to her. That's how little that's how, Trent cares about Wheeler. That's exactly right. Didn't even right. introduce him to his mom. I figured she'd tell a story about him, like sleeping in the minivan or something. Yeah, but no. To- oh my God, he must really hate Wheeler Yuta. <laughs> this is breaking news. That that means a lot. That was absolutely amazing. <laughs> We've been we, working to guests, so I've, we're, I couldn't get her live, but you know. That's as, by the way, it sounded great. It sounded great over my headphones. I'm hoping it sounds oh, great on the podcast. It sounded really, really good. Um, and it really sucks that the the uh, it just hit me that for probably 20 seconds of that, yeah. Kevin, both you and I are just staring adoringly at her giant dog, her giant not saying a word pitbull, on the podcast, yeah. just with the tail wagging. Named Scrappy, <laughs> which is clearly yeah. after Scrappy Doo. The yeah. woman is adorable. She is adorable. like you could you couldn't write a more adorable character to be Trent's mom. Yeah, you really couldn't. Oh, my God. I don't want to talk about the rest of the news now. <laughs> Who wants to talk about NXT? I didn't want to save now? it for the end. Yeah. Yeah. We, we need to get it before everybody tunes us out or yeah. I have to go on extended bathroom break. Right. <laughs> no, that's that is awesome. Thank you so much for that. So. The the NXT cuts they they felt like they came out of nowhere even though we we can kind of expect them weekly now mm-hmm. it had been a little while right yeah when were the last ones the last one was when they had that bloodbath right when they were yeah, cutting think, left and right when Keith Lee got cut like a second time when Samoa Joe got cut the second right. time right I think that was the last and that's been like it's been like I mean it's been four three months, months at least because three months plus show the month up. he's yeah. been here yeah right so it's been a while. Um, the one part, so there, there's a lot of good people there. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. There's one that I think most people are going to be surprised to hear from me. And I have not seen an extended amount of matches by this guy. Mm-hmm. But from what I have seen, I really, really like Dexter Loomis. I like mm. his look. That is surprising. Like, like I've seen him wrestle a little and I, he looked like a decent wrestler. Yeah. Um, he kind of looks like an 80s wrestler to me. Like his face oh, yeah. is so different. It stands out. Mm-hmm. And his look is unique to me. 
I don't know if he can. T- I don't know if he's a good talker. I think he's okay. Do you think he's a good wrestler? Can he wrestle? Uh, you know, I don't even know. Like the matches I've that I've seen him in are mainly. so right. They're almost so like character. Yeah, weird. Like I've seen so much character right. stuff out of him, mm-hmm. and I've not seen a ton of wrestling. And for for nobody to be talking about him yeah. makes me wonder why. Because. I don't know. It makes I get me wonder good, why. I, I figured he would be up on the main roster, yeah. for a couple of years because he's it just. It makes such me a, wonder like, if he's difficult to work with or something. I don't know. I've never heard anything not, bad about him. I've never heard anything bad, but I don't like. I thought he's released. Everybody will be talking about him. Right. No one's talked about him. No one. No. Not a single person has talked about Dexter Loomis. And maybe that's just something in me that that makes me think, oh, I want to watch more of this guy. Right. This is not in most people. It might be something unique to me, but he's the we guy I would like to, to see. Yeah, we might have to yeah. ask Mike and JD because he was uh, Sam. What was his name? Sam Smith in Sam. No, that's a. But think, listen, what was his name? In, let uh, me know on Impact. Twitter. He was in Impact. Okay, let me know on Twitter at Peppermint Fatty, Pro Dexter Loomis, Anti Dexter Loomis. You don't even have to tell me why. Just let me if if he sucks, yeah. tell me he sucks. <laughs> like I have yeah. my opinion and I'm perfectly open to my opinion being horribly wrong. You know, um, the thing, yeah, the thing about him was he was always good at what they had him do. You yeah. know, I never I liked, haven't seen him. I never like was into all the things they did with yeah. him, you know, yeah. but he was always good at it and like uh the what like the wedding with that's the last thing I think I that. saw him in. Yeah. I think that's and the last thing I saw him in. So funny in it. Mm-hmm. Um, he was great. And, yeah. But I mean, that had nothing to do with wrestling almost. You know? No, no. Although um, Malkin Bivens seems to be really over without having done a lot of wrestling in WWE from what I've been told. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Dexter's he's great. Malcolm. Uh, Malcolm. Yeah. He's uh, he's fantastic. A fantastic right. talker. I and think so, I've seen yeah. him more Stokely Hathaway. I think I remember that more. I don't think I've yeah. ever seen him as Malcolm Bivens. Ever. He was really good. And he was, that was the weird thing about him getting cut was he was really coming into his own finally um, right. as the head of the diamond mine. Yeah, like and the, di- he, yeah the diamond mine. They, you could tell he was kind of like writing for himself a little more. He would always have lines that would pop Garrett Gonzalez because he would make some really great Jay Z reference to some obscure line from a bar, a couple of bars which, from a which 90s is going to pop hop song. a lot of yeah. people. Right. Like a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was, he's great. And I, th- I hope he is someone that I really do hope shows up in AEW because I think they could use more, a couple more people like him. We've got, okay. Now what would you see him? How would you, would you see him as a manager slash wrestler? I've actually never seen him wrestle. I know he was an okay. ROH, okay. but I mean, just as a manager, I think he, he would be great. I, with I like few that people. They- yeah, I like that AEW has gone with with legends as managers, mm-hmm. but I would absolutely like to see some young managers as well. I want I want a right. mix. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of people that I think in AEW aren't getting over quite the way they maybe should, and yeah. they could use a guy like him. He would be a he's a good guy to put with another person who can talk. So like. Mm-hmm. You know, kind they of the play Bobby Heenan and Bachwin, where they play off each other more. I think he's better at that than he would be like the guy who represents like the the um, Kamala the Ugandan right, guy, right? Doesn't, right, the guy speak. who has the monster, right? Yeah. So, like, I uh, my couple of my 
thoughts were like, I mean, I think he'd be great with Jade, but they already have Mark Sterling. Yeah. Um, I think he'd be great with um, Hobbs and Starks if they break off from okay. Taz. Yeah. Um, or I um, can see. It, yeah. Or I like see yeah, Jade Ethan Page. outgrowing. Oh, that would be great. Because Ethan Page is re- as as we've seen on all everyone's vlogs. Yeah. Ethan Page is really great at playing off of people. Yes, he's really great, and he seems to be the A side when he's doing banter with, with right. um, Scorpio Sky. Right. Yeah, yeah. The fact that I think he is one of those cases where WWE is a hundred percent right, and that he's one of the guys they have their eyes on. Like he should be a bigger deal than he is right now Ethan. in AEW. And I didn't. It's something I thought when he first came in, mm-hmm. and then that that that. That idea kind of went away, but I've seen it come back now that I've seen him. I've seen his personality on the vlogs. Like, he should be mm-hmm. a big personality, and he's not quite there yet. What do you think of Dakota Kai? I've always liked her. I think um, I think she really improved when she went heel. Um, and, and then they kind of really jacked her up by giving her, like, this crazy girl gimmick who twitches and has the pink hair and all this stuff. And that was, like, dumb. But she's she's someone who's like not, you know, physically, she's not incredibly impressive because she's just very thin. And but like, I I just really like watching her work. So, I mean, I think she'd be someone who I think would be really great. Um, I think she'd be a good addition to AEW. But I but I don't know, like they're in that thing where they're bringing in people and they don't really know what to do with them yet. So it's kind of like I wouldn't really want to I kind of want to give her some space first and then bring her in. That seems to be the way, like, for years now, they bring people in, mm-hmm. those people just kind of float around for, like, four months, mm-hmm. and then they decide to do something with them. Like, yeah. we are, which we're going to talk about Danhausen later, but th- we we saw it with Miro, we've seen it with Danhausen, we've mm-hmm. seen it with mm-hmm. everybody just gets thrown in with QT Marshall for a little while. Yeah, um, what they're doing with Swerve, apparently. Yeah, which I was upset at yeah. at I'd Swerve did not need to lose to Darby Allen this week. I was upset about that. And I think a lot of people will disagree with me in that Darby Allen is an established star, but he is a tiny established star. And mm-hmm. Swerve, people are treating him like he is a superstar. And I think we need to play into that. And this could have been a huge boost for him. Me too. Get this win. And mm-hmm. I thought he was going to get it. And then they just they wanted to establish Darby is at a higher level. Which means he's not in the ti- he's not legit in the title picture at this moment. It right. bothered me. It bothered yeah, it bothered me, me too. I, because I, I mean, I guess they want they probably have plans for Darby in the tournament of how far he goes and everything. Yeah, but I think. Um, but I just I, I I. It's okay if if they fix it, like have yeah. him get a big win over somebody. But right. I don't want him to leave it at this. Well, and it, Swerve would have gotten more out of that win than Darby would have lost. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like Darby, Darby wouldn't have lost anything. No, and Nothing. they could have even, you know, they could have even done something. So, like, it was, you know, they had, and I also didn't like that Swerve wasn't all that mad about it, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. he's like, oh, well, you know. There should have been a little more frustration. Right. And then, you know, do 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 the dab at the end, but, like, right. have him be a little more upset, a little yeah. more upset about it. A little, little tension there, you know? And yep. then, and, and that if they had flipped it and uh, let's say that Starks interfered mm-hmm. and Swerve ducked and Starks hit uh, Darby and Swerve got the pin. 
Yeah. And, um, you know, or, or in some way that didn't make it sound, you know, that didn't look like he was just taking advantage or whatever, but, you know, had exactly. a little bit of plausible deniability or whatever. And then yeah. Darby's like, and then Darby's the one who's mad, you yeah. know, but is like, Hey, you know, it's just how things go and all that and, kind of stuff. But then you could like have swerve and Darby team against Hobbs and Stark yeah. instead of Keith Lee, instead of just being like, Oh, well, let me go get my brother. I mean, my, uh, yeah. my partner like- and have the same match we had two weeks ago. They kind of did everything right and that Darby was talking about running it back and all. Yeah. But they should have had more emotion out of Swerve. Yeah. Okay. So, we talked about the Darby Allen match, which was a really good match. Um, before we start getting into Do- to like Dynamite and Rampage, mm-hmm. there were so many good matches this week. We had the Battle of FTR. We had Hikaru Shida in the Philly Street Fight against Serena Deeb. Mm-hmm. We had so many great matches, great matchups. Wardlow Lance Archer, I thought, was one I was particularly excited for to see how much trouble Lance Archer was going to give him. What was in the end, um, and I know you might need to think about this for a second, what was your favorite mm-hmm. match of the week? What was your number one? Uh, my Also, we yeah. had that ladder match, and like I yeah. said, I told you before the show, like, I don't love necessarily the the storyline, but man, Sammy Guevara and Scott Scorpio Scott, I will watch in ladder match every week, and I will mm-hmm. not get bored, and I will mm-hmm. never complain about it. I might complain about it, but might complain. We'll okay. get, we'll I'm get, excited to we'll hear get that. To All, right. I, All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the cliche, and I'm gonna say I don't think it was the I don't know if it was the best match I saw this week. I know it wasn't the best match I saw this week. Okay. At all of of all the wrestling I watched of this all week, the matches, yeah. but of all the AEW shows, um, you know, I don't want to overplay it. But my favorite match of the week was the FTR match, and it was, uh, it was a really good match. Yeah, I almost hate to say it because uh, it kind of got called out on Twitter earlier in the week that someone just predicted that that it would be our favorite match of the week, and I almost didn't want to say it just just to be a, <laughs> just just to be defiant. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, James, I love pro wrestling. Yeah. I really like watching pro wrestling. I really like watching people who love pro wrestling mm-hmm. wrestle. So why would I complain when two people who love pro wrestling want to wrestle and show what they love about pro wrestling on a pro wrestling show? I There might have been matches I enjoyed as much as it this week. Yeah. I didn't enjoy any match more than that. And I had a thought during that match mm-hmm. that was very meaningful to me. Mm. Watching that match, um, I remember thinking this feels like NWA to me. Yeah. This feels like pre WCW NWA, and that's my favorite. That's my favorite time in wrestling history. Yeah, and it just felt like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it was the style. It was literally just the style of wrestling they were doing. And I love. I love modern wrestling. I love I love ridiculous stuff. Like I was excited about the Danhausen hook match, which for some reason they just decided wasn't a match. Yep. And um but so whoever predicted it, nice work. <laughs> like we knew they were gonna give us a killer match. There's no way those guys aren't. Right. I love them coming out at the same time. I love that I love too. That. I got goosebumps, yeah. Yeah. I, um, so. I, uh, you know, yeah. And they had the heart foundation tights. I mean, they did it all the way, you know, and, yeah. and, and I there, wish. You know, there were, there were people, there were people who had fair 
criticisms of it as a typical match, right? It was a little predictable. Yeah. You know, you, everyone probably knew da- Dax was going to win. That doesn't bother me. For you know, some reason, the, the cover spot. who I thought would win, but I don't have yeah. a reason. I never had a reason. For I, yeah, I just, I just always thought figured he would. he's more of the ring general, so he'd be the one to go next. Yeah. But, but like you know, the spots were like you know, if if I had gone through and watched a bunch of Bret Hart matches, I probably would have predicted a lot of the spots. Since I did predict some of the spots, actually, and like the superplex and the yeah. rolling the victory roll and things like that. Um, I, here's here's what I put on. When we were, people were talking about it on Twitter, and one of the things I wrote was, um, you know, every once in a while, your favorite band releases a cover song. Yeah. And um, this wasn't Whitney Houston doing I Will Always Love You, but it also wasn't Weezer doing Africa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this didn't like redefine wrestling or anything like that, but it also it's just, just a wasn't really a solid match. Thing. It was just a really solid match of two people. Yeah saying like, Hey, you remember all these matches? Weren't they great? Let's, you know, it was a complete novelty. And as a novelty, I just really liked, I just really enjoyed and it. You know, it was just like fun. We, you get a couple of stories here. You get the story of the teammates who don't necessarily want to fight each other, but they, you know, they want to prove which one they, they, they want to win and right. they want to have a good match against each other. And there's also yeah. the meta of these guys never get to wrestle each other. Mm-hmm. They've been working with each other for so long. Right. And they said on Twitter, the one time, the only time. Right. Or first time, only time. Right. And that's exciting. The mm-hmm. fact this might be the only time we get this match. I think yeah. it'll happen again years from now. Yeah. And but could, that's could, also yeah. extra reason in a in a week in which I had a lot of trouble keeping my attention mm-hmm. on, on matches. Mm-hmm. That kept my attention on this match. The fact, the fact that I knew I may not see this match again. Yeah, and it um, to me, I I think I managed my expectations while going in. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I I did kind of do some hyperbole leading up to it. You know, like that off the top of my head, I like plotted out a whole match on Facebook of how I thought they could have made grown men cry. Uh, you know, by <laughs> if they had com- the time. They could have made grown men cry. Yeah, I had a whole match laid out. I, I should have pulled it up. I would have read it for you. But of of how they could have told the entire story of Bret Hart and Owen Hart within the context of one match where they oh yeah where they wrestle each other and one is slightly better than the other. The other one gets jealous, starts taking shortcuts. Then it turns into like a you know Cash starts cheating to to get the advantage and. Uh, then it becomes just this big slugfest brawl. And then as they're at their most violent, they look at each other and realize, you know, what are we doing to each other? And then they embrace and then they, you know, the go back into the right, right. And you hear, you see the whole story, you know, whatever. That was a little over the top. And it was a little much for an Owen Hart qualifying match as an opening match on Dynamite or whatever, you know. So they didn't need to do that. But um, I think in real life, if I this just had been managed, the finals, just, yeah. though. It oh, it have been, been the, the finals. finals for sure. Yeah. And yeah, they, we yeah, would be could they have told, could they have told a cooler story? Could they have, um, you know, integrated MJF into, you know, manipulating them into, uh, you know, I got you into the tournament. I think a couple of people stress, uh, suggested that of like mm-hmm. MJF gets them in the tournament, but they're against each other as like a little low key way to, you know, oh, that would show have been, that he's mad. That would have been, would have been great storytelling and everything. I mean, there, That's there's great. Certainly great there's idea. ways they could have made it more, uh, 
you know, fit in the canon of what's happening, you know, or whatever. But like, yeah, it's fine. I'm not. It's not going to make me mad at the match, you know. No, not at all. Yeah. By the way, I don't know why, but that your description of that match or the potential of that match reminded me of something. It's not in our notes, but the Eddie Kingston Daniel Garcia match I learned mm-hmm. on YouTube this week. I think from Wrestle Talk that it was edited from 22 minutes into 11 minutes. Oh wow! And I am angry. Yeah, not really. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> that I didn't get to see the whole thing because I want to know podcast angry because it wasn't as good a match as I expected out of them. Yeah. And then maybe it was. Yeah. And we just didn't get to see it because we only got to see half of it. Yeah. That's a real that's a real shame. Um, it was part of a longer discussion about is is AEW trying to do too much on Rampage to get the ratings up to keep them above mm. five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. what do you think of CM Punk on commentary? Um, I liked him. CM Punk is just so relaxed and, you know, um, and it, it was a little bit of like dark elevation where it was like, you're yeah. kind of watching guys watch a match versus really call a match, you know? Yeah. And um, and that's a nice, that's a nice thing to have on occasion. I think. I did love um, when he pointed out, like, if you have trouble telling them apart, one is beer, one is, uh. Uh, hair and one is bald and the <laughs> hair has hair and bald has a mustache. I, I really enjoyed that. That is call. ace. That is ace work right there. Yeah. From CM Punk. Yeah. I got to tell you, um, and this, I'm going to come back to this, a couple, this theme a couple times in, in, in this episode, mm-hmm. um, CM Punk thumbs up on commentary. Yeah. Chris Jericho, a little bit thumbs, of a thumbs down. Mm, thumbs way, way down, down for me. Oh, yeah. Over he was great during COVID and they've yeah. gone to to the well one too many times. And I think Tony Khan has been going to the well too many times on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I, such as Darby the Darby Allen thing. I think mm-hmm. you you make an exception on Darby Allen when it comes to Swerve, who has all this potential, but I think he has things plotted mm-hmm. and he's not wanting to leave his outline. And that's, mm-hmm. that's a bad thing. And I think Chris Jericho is being overused at a point with, where there's now diminishing returns, both in the ring and outside of the ring. As I discovered from Dave Meltzer this week, our dream was set to happen. Yeah. Daniel Garcia was the original guy they wanted to bring into Blackpool combat club but Chris Jericho had already personally claimed him to be a part of the Jericho Appreciation Society. And Daniel Garcia has said things such as, I'm already a great wrestler. I wanted to learn mm-hmm. how to be a, uh, you know, a, a sports entertainer. Mm-hmm. I think he is a smart guy who's playing the game. Mm-hmm. And he would be so much more over right now. Um, mm. In Blackpool, and we're seeing Wheeler Yuta getting over with so many people mm-hmm. that to me he is already popularity-wise a level above Daniel Garcia in under a month in Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, the point now he's in best of the Super Juniors. Right. Although there's a little that's a little even though because um, Daniel Garcia won uh, won Battle of Los Angeles. Yep, but um, I wish. It wasn't an either or. I wish it was both guys because I like the Wheeler Yuta story we got. And I'm glad we got it. But I would have liked to have seen Daniel Garcia already in the group. And Mm -hmm. maybe that'd be a third match he he would have to do to get in the group. That would be 
yeah, I'm super mad at Chris Jericho now. Uh, yeah. Now that I've heard that news. Um, I, as we talked before the air, I've been out there defending yeah. Wheeler Yula, Wheeler Yuta against the haters yeah. or the hater. And, yeah. uh, um, and hater. <laughs> we're coming for kidding. you. There's, Grandpa more than, there's more than one we're coming for you. There's, there's more so than one. More. There's more. He speaks for the voiceless. Uh, that's exactly the, um, right. But we talked about how we are, we really liked Daniel Garcia. Yeah. We really liked 2.0. Yeah. And we like, not as into him now that they're not as into uh, him, Jericho not as into either one. Society. I do, I do appreciate some of the things I'm seeing from Daniel Garcia. The Kangle game, yeah, the hats are yeah. great. He is showing more personality. That's fine. Yeah, but I'm just worried that it's just he's just going to become goofy. Yeah, uh, and and just be less, you know, who he really should be, which is a this, freaking ass kick, should, kicker. This should have elevated the guys. And yeah. I don't feel like it's elevated them. To me, they seem lost below Chris Jericho. Yeah. And I don't know. And Santana and Ortiz are almost lost behind Kingston in a way. Yeah. And it's it's a shame. Like, I can't point out specific things they're doing. I think they're literally just getting drowned out by the bigger personalities. The same way the biggest personality would walk into a party and kind of take the air out of the party right. and swallow it all up themselves. Well, it's, I think it's kind of a similar situation. But it's also like if everyone like, agreed to like throw so a party. Like so many cakes. Right. <laughs> it's like just a big yeah. table full of cakes. If, if, it, But if like it's someone came into a party and then said, this no longer is a party that we're all throwing. This is now a party for me. Yeah. We're going to call this yeah. the Jericho Appreciation Party. You know, like, were, yeah, it's in the name. Inner it's, Circle it's 2.0, in. right. it might change things. Might have changed might things a little bit. Oh yeah. My God. Because you give them moments of their own, you know, not just, not been. just, not just, I'm going to send you to get beat up by Eddie Kingston so I don't have to, but yeah. like, let them have a little bit of, you know, like, let's see 2.0 against Proud and Powerful. Listen, you know, things aren't working. When I am complaining about a group that was involved in throwing a fireball, you oh, have yeah. no idea how much right. I've missed fireballs. And I was happy to see the fireball. I was so excited to see the fireball. We listen, this this angle, there was a lot of great things. We got a fireball thrown into in, into Eddie Kingston's face in the yeah. same episode. He admitted to murders. Confessed to, to committing murder. murders. Yes. And My threatened God. more. Yeah, he, he yeah, he is planning on following up with more murder. And somehow it it didn't. Yeah, because Jericho's got, sitting I've there mugging. Yeah, because yeah, Jericho's sitting there like mean mugging, like, uh, you know, Fandango sprayed perfume in his face or something. You know, it's like he's doing sports entertainment while yeah. Eddie Kingston is basically saying, I hate everything yeah. you stand for. <laughs> and I'm going to put you in the ground. It's it's not a bad idea. Like the sports entertainment angle isn't a bad idea because of course that's going to get heat from AEW fans. Yeah. But I wonder if Chris Jericho right now, and I know this is a hot take, is he worth the money AEW's paying him when there's been a lot of guys they wanted and they couldn't afford? Mm -hmm. Early on, Chris Jericho was the most valuable member of AEW. I think he was more valuable than Kenny Omega because mm-hmm. when they're a new company, they had yes. it made me mad for a brief second before I realized they had to put the belt on him. So they have Absolutely. an established champion. Yes. Everybody knows. Yes. And he was phenomenal during mm-hmm. COVID. 
Yes. He, phenomenal during commentary. The angles were almost all inner circle involved. He may have kept them going mm-hmm. through COVID, but over the years, I mentioned before the show, so many things that hardcore old school wrestling fans have had a problem with in AEW, Mimosa Mayhem. Mm-hmm. Matt Hardy tele- teleporting, things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. They were all Chris Jericho ideas. We know that now. And for a while, I've, I said, I thought he needed a vacation. Mm-hmm. He didn't feel, nothing seemed as fresh. Commentary didn't seem as fresh. Mm-hmm. Wrestling didn't seem as fresh. And I still think that. But now I'm not into his angle, even though I like everybody in the angle. Yeah. I'm not into the commentary, even though I like him and I like the other people. If they were to lose Chris Jericho do you right now, if he were to say, I'm done and walk away, do you think that hurts AEW programming? Do you think it's a huge negative? I think the feuds could keep on basically like they are uh, with have somebody else step up, is have 2.0 take over that faction. I don't think Daniel Garcia is quite up to it yet. Mm-hmm. I really think... And that's not a prime. Uh, it's not. It's not the what you would want out of mm-hmm. that that angle. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they lose a lot, and they clearly gain a lot of money because from the beginning, people have talked about there's zero level contracts, level one contracts, mm-hmm. and the top it's Jericho contracts. Right. I don't know. I feel there's like more Jericho not contracts now than there were before, so they could I think probably there use are. The room. Yeah, they could absolutely use the room because as we're talking about our Dakota Kai's and Dexter Loomis's. Mm-hmm. And um, they've got to make room. Like they're mm-hmm. they're they they are bloated right now. The roster mm-hmm. is bloated, mm-hmm. and I think Chris Jericho and um and Jake Hager. Right. I think creative. I think you're losing I think, a lot. I think creatively. I think you're absolutely right. I I hesitate to say. I hate across, saying. I hate I hate to say it across the board because someone with data may show that. Oh no! Whenever he's there, his his ratings are you know still solid. Yeah. He's still the demo guy. Probably all that stuff. are. And if that's true, Probably I can't are. I can't argue with that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean like creatively, he's firing on all cylinders. You know, I just think his I just think his uh, his taste of what he wants to do doesn't quite jive with where he's at right yeah. now. And I think he's, you know, I think the potential of a sports entertainment group with uh 2.0 has a huge amount of potential, but yeah. they're also doing this hardcore, like kind of, you know, blood feud thing. And it just doesn't match up. Like let them, let them be no. sports entertainers for, yeah. a f- you know, a few, uh, a few weeks and do some silly skits or, you know, um, show off some crazy finisher moves, you know, or something yeah. like that, you know, before they get into this, it's it, it, to me, it's just, you can't do that with Eddie Kingston. Cause Kingston doesn't let you, you know what I mean? Kingston no. doesn't know how to do it. And he just goes even yeah. harder. Like clearly he just goes even harder into being yes, Eddie he does. Kingston. <laughs> yes, he does. I'm assuming next week he's just going to stab somebody. Right. Um, now, I gave my hot take on Chris Jericho. Now, a more realistic take is I'd like to see him get injured, quote unquote injured, uh-huh. and be gone a few months. Mm-hmm. Literally take a vacation, dude. Take a vacation. Yeah. Come back and maybe put, maybe edit him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Also, lo- again, I like the idea of the sports entertainment angle. He picked the, he picked smart. 
he picks smartly to surround himself with hot talent and 2.0 mm-hmm. and Daniel Garcia, but I don't think they're the right people for that angle. One of who I think is a better sports entertainer you could have put in that angle? Literally Ryan Nemeth. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Ryan Nemeth would have been great for that. He would have right. been fantastic, and he's a guy who I think deserves a little more than Dark these days. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just don't think they're the he's right guys even, for that He's not even like signed, I don't think. I think he's just really? doing. I mean, he's on BTE all the time, but I don't. I, yeah. Not on. Well, he might he's be on the wingman roster. matches on occasion. Yeah, yeah. Look that up um, if you can. I'm going to look it up right but now. To me, he's a good wrestler. He's got a good look. He can talk, and that would be an angle. That would have been an angle that I think would have been really natural for. for yeah, him. I mean, he'd be your he'd be his jobber guy, but you know, uh, oh, he well. probably he'd probably improve. I never thought that I'd be saying. I'd rather see Daniel Garcia replaced by Ryan Nimeth in an angle, yeah. but I just don't think it's the right angle. It's the right angle for Daniel Garcia. He, he's not on the roster page. Angelo Moffat or whoever is whatever his name is. Angelo Cardona. Angelo pa- Angelo Pafo. <laughs> if only Matt Matt Menard. I know Matt Menard. Matt Menard. Angelo Parker. Fulton Parker. Parker. My God, there we go. He kept the, he kept the name. It on the first try. Okay. Yeah. I, somehow I could remember Jeff Parker. I can't remember Angelo Parker to save my life. Which, um, by the way, I originally was going to get you a 2.0 cameo to congratulate your new job, but they cost like listen, five times as much as Sue. Literally, Sue is as good as you could have gotten. Like you, oh, could, yeah, I would looking, not. Yeah. Ha- oh, that's perfect with the minivan and the move, <laughs> man. I don't know how much she costs worth every penny. And I would every pre- penny. And listen, 2.0 would have been a step down, even though they would have been yelling about, do you want to taste? Yeah. Which would have been awesome. <laughs> right now, I don't want to taste. I've been battling a stomach virus. Right. I don't need a taste <laughs> of anything right now. Nothing. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Hangman had co- Hangman Adam Page had COVID this week, heavily rewritten. Mm-hmm. No clue. The thing is, they say that heavily rewritten. Hangman's got COVID. Right. We never see Hangman more than two minutes anyway on these shows. I know. Was he just going to come in and whip everybody's ass like Stone Cold? Yeah, who knows? Is he going to pull a milk truck into the arena? Right. God only knows. <laughs> but I don't think they had to rewrite it that heavily. No. The only thing I think really, is maybe did would he have come out and had a square off with Punk or something there would have been a Punk thing doing a promo. I really like Punk's promo, extended, by the way. probably would have been it was really good. They handled yeah. it well. Um, I, I think there would have been he, an extended back and forth. Yeah, yeah. But I, I liked what he did. I liked the speech he made, and I loved just mm-hmm. the the slight difference of him walking around ringside with the microphone among the ringside fans instead of getting into the ring uh, yeah. and just doing it to the camera. It just felt more like, I don't know, it just felt more organic. You know, it feels and, more organic because it's not the same thing we always see. Right. And I like that. And I like that he's clearly a guy who thinks about those things. Right. Just like the sitting Indian style cross legged. Yep. Yeah. The pipe bomb promo was different and it yep. stood out because of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it stood out for a lot of reasons, but that was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's a guy who thinks about his promos and that's that. And, and clearly that's yeah. one of the reasons he's and, so good. And that gives me, that gives me really hope for the next few weeks uh, of the build up to the match that I think that, that it will feel like a big match. Big. Cause I think punk I is so. going to really help hangman be who hangman needs to be 
going yeah. into that, you know, I don't, it's, it, you know, like Lance Archer is not going to, you know, you're kind of yeah. on your own when you're, <laughs> when you're doing a build with Lance yeah. Archer, you know, but I feel like punk's going to be like, all right, this is the story we need to tell. You know, I, I, I think, think punk's going to make them look good going in. I think the story of hangman, Adam pages title reign is I think AEW knew going in, most people don't see him quite as that level. Mm-hmm. And their goal is for him to leave his title reign at that level. I think every one of these yeah. matches, these matchups are made to build him. Right. So that he leaves as he leaves as a bigger deal than he came in mm-hmm. and opening him up to future potential title reigns and future feuds yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah, I that's think what it he, feels like. I, that's why I'm thinking that he beats Punk too. It, uh, I think he beats because Punk. I think I think uh I think that's what the story is going to be is that um is so back back when he first was champion and we were all everyone yeah. was kind of panicking about, you know, is he is is he any good as champion and, you know. Yeah. He's, he doesn't seem as believable as the rest of them and stuff. You know, they had a choice. You could either bail and lock him mm-hmm. in at that, you know, and say, okay, he had two great matches with Brian Danielson, but he's going to be the short-termer. He's the first ever transitional champion, you right. know, whatever. Or you could stick with it until he gets where you want him to be. Yeah. And in the past, that's what we've seen is Tony Khan is more patient mm-hmm. with things. He's not in a hurry. With most things, both a good and a bad thing. Yeah, I know. It it can be really frustrating, but in something like this, it's a really good thing. Like the very beginning, I've always said, I I think Adam Page loses the title to Kenny Omega, Mm -hmm. and he's going to have that thing for a while until Kenny Omega comes back. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's a good thing. I really think that's a good thing. But um, oh, I legitimately lost. Oh, I had something. Listen. I was going to give you five minutes of podcast gold, ladies and gentlemen, and I lost it. I completely lost it. Oh, I'm dehydrated. That's what I'm blaming it on this week. All my failures are due to dehydration. Yeah. Um, But no, and um, I also, what I think one of the things I was going to talk about is that Adam Page is really our first and only true face champion in AEW. He's it. Because John Moxley, to me, you have heel and you have face, mm-hmm. and Jericho was a heel, mm-hmm. and um, Omega clearly a heel, mm-hmm. and Moxley's like your anti-hero, your mm-hmm. your Steve Austin type, where he's whipping everybody's ass, and he yeah. doesn't really fully fit heel or face, hundred mm-hmm. percent. He's your first true face champion, and you, and it is more difficult to get a true face champion over, yeah, as a big deal than it is a heel or that anti-hero type. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I think that's what we've seen. And all you can really do is just have him be heroic, Mm -hmm. step up and take on any challenge and come out on top. And that's what we're seeing. Plus, again, like you've you've said repeatedly, he needs to be on screen more. They need to interview him more after matches, Mm -hmm. have him come out and defend people more during during shows, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he doesn't have to say much, but he can just say much. He can just say not much twice a show. He's always been like the strong, silent type. Exactly. Right. Have him be strong and silent on screen a couple more times per episode. Yeah. Speaking of strong, silent types, we had Wardlow mm-hmm. against Lance Archer. How did this? How did this face off 
line up with your expectations? I loved it because we talked about, um, you know, playing the cards that, you know, playing the card over and over again, you know, and even the MJF feud is like become a set thing. It's like you start yeah. the feud and then you turn and then you have like the labors of X person as they go through multiple obstacles before they get a hold of MJF. Right. Yeah. It happened every time yeah. it's happened with Cody. It happened with Jericho. It happened with pump everybody. And now it's happening with Wardlow. And so there was a little bit of like, okay, how many times can he come out and beat like a big guy in a monster battle? Yeah. But they do a really good job of, like slightly elevating it every time. So yeah. like there's a little more security to hold him, you know, in the ring this time. And I was. Yeah. And then I when was. he broke out that head scissors, <laughs> I about, I about jumped out of you my lost couch. It, did yeah. You? I yeah. Did. Dude. I, I think going in, I had Wardlow slotted at a certain spot. Yeah. And I knew it eventually he's going to beat MJF, I mm -hmm. think, but I, and I know Lance Archer isn't quite title level. Like, if he is at a title level, it's TNT title. Yeah. Like Scorpio Sky TNT title. Right. Um, but for whatever reason in my mind, I didn't have Wardlow slotted above him yet. Mm -hmm. And I thought when they announced it, this is like an anybody. I know I knew Wardlow was going to win, mm -hmm. but it's still the matchup itself felt like a anything can happen. Anybody can win type of match. And we don't see that that often on AEW. So I was mm -hmm. really excited and I thought it lived up to it. Uh, Wardlow got him in trouble a number of times and we mm -hmm. saw him do some things, some new things we mm -hmm. haven't seen out of him to mm -hmm. overcome. And uh, that's what I'm looking for in, in, in this storyline. And we yeah. got it. And having MJF and Spears up there in the box seat, watching it and just deadpan, like the panic two goofs look on their the, face. They popcorn. are playing it so well. Spears is so good. He's so at, good at being and a stooge. Yeah. People. That's the thing. People still think, oh, he hasn't found a spot. Oh, he's found his, a spot. I, his, his spot is as the number one stooge of MJF. Yeah. yeah. And it's fantastic. Yeah. It is great. awesome. He's so good at it. Yeah. And I hope he's in this role for a long time. And he is the perfect replacement for Wardlow. Yeah. For Wardlow. Wardlow wasn't a full on stooge. This guy's a full on stooge. Yeah, it's completely different. Yeah. The best stooge, man. Yeah. The best. So good. Yeah. Um, so hats off to him. So you think so, it's really going to be a big cast next week? Like they're teasing? Like the thing is, it was so weird. Yeah. Because the whole, you can't teach that. Right. That's not big cast's thing. That's um Enzo's thing, right? It's Enzo's, but he's talking about. Cass. Yeah, he's seven yeah. feet tall, and you uh, can't it, teach it that. It feels like they're talking about cat, big cast, right? And uh, but I that's mean, what makes me think it's not. <laughs> I have this. I have so this weirdly weird feeling. This is my wild hair bet on it, and it's because okay. you sent me a tweet earlier, uh, earlier this about, week. Yeah, uh, that that like like I'm I'm just putting my like money on the high odds thing, you know? Okay, just just, yeah. just in case it hits. That it's going to be Braun Strowman. <laughs> you know, that's a really good thought because if everybody's ready for big cast and Braun works out, walks out, people are going to lose their ever loving minds. Yeah. And, and then if Wardlow said, freaking takes out Braun Strowman or Adam oh Shear, whatever God. goes by now in one match. <laughs> that is, I hate to say it, that is a really great use of him for him to come out. I can't believe that he would do it. Monster. But yeah. 
me either, but maybe, maybe he will. Who knows? I would. Oh, my God. I, I had literally not even considered him for I, that spot. I'm but not saying the it's going to happen. Is, I'm just saying if it does, I, I want credit. If he does it, if he does it, you if it's him, you get credit. And it's not the worst use of him if you have him for one match or two yeah. matches. Mm-hmm. It's not the worst use of him because you're really you are really putting Wardlow over there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Have you seen Morrissey in Impact the last several months? Can't big cast. No, okay. I haven't. He's a lot better. Really? Yeah. I mean, there were a couple of months there in uh, in Impact when I was briefly watching it when uh, he was kind of when um, Josh Alexander was mm-hmm. off that Morrissey was kind of the lead babyface star stone cold kind of guy. Had- and he was I totally bought him as this guy could carry the company. OK, not only have I not been watching. And I hate that because I heard there was a really good Josh Alexander match this week. Yeah, against, I, I didn't get around um, to watching it. Yeah, who who was he? Who was he taking on? Uh, Moose. Okay, I need to see that match because yeah. I saw their first. I saw Moose take the title from him after he won it. I want to see the whole storyline there. I'm embarrassed I haven't been watching it, Impact, but I have watched it so little. I assumed you put in Morrissey in our notes. I assumed you misspelled John Morrison and you were talking about, (laughs) is it going to be John Morrison? I'm like, I clearly missed something if there's potential for it to be John Morrison, which I really, I really would like John Morrison in AEW, but apparently nobody sees him quite like I do. Yeah. Um, Okay. Serena Deeb, Hikaru Shida. What did you Mm -hmm. think of this match? Was this their best yet? What did you think of the screen fight? I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I, it was pretty good. I'm I'm morally against street fights uh, where they have costumes. Street okay. fight. Well, I'm I'm not against costumes. The costume needs yeah. to be jeans, knee yeah. pads over the jeans, tucked into cowboy boots, bandanas in weird places. Yeah, uh, and uh, cut off t-shirts. If you had told me that Hikaru Shida was going to be in a street fight. Like draw her outfit. I would have called this exact outfit because I think this is <laughs> think what that's you exactly that's what you described. Yeah, this is exactly what you described as interpreted through the mind of a Japanese female pro wrestler. That is <laughs> what how, I think. That's how they do it in Rapongi. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. I don't even remember what Serena D was wearing. She I was can't wearing remember. her normal, Jane, her normal wrestling type. Normal. Yeah, totally. Okay. She had her ring jacket and everything. Not even a single bandana. No, not a single bandana. One of my favorite stories is uh, my best friend for like 30 years. One Christmas, his sister was so excited for him to open this one package Mm -hmm. because she'd seen her mom wrap it and she thought he was going to lose his mind with anger. He was going to be so angry. And he opens this package and it is just nothing but a package filled with bandanas. And he just starts fist pumping and she literally cries. She's so disappointed that he loved it because all he wanted was to just cover himself in bandanas like the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. And he's just was so hyped up. It's <laughs> like Christmas 1987. My buddy Love gets it. like 15 bandanas. Yeah. And just loving life. <laughs> like if you grew up in 1980s Louisiana, you were a bandana right? kid. Yeah. You 100%. had one above the knee and you had one below the knee. <laughs> That's right. And probably some on your arms, too. Right. Most likely. One around the arms and then also wrapped around the wrist. 
with a little <laughs> knot off the wrist. Something I meant to say during the during our discussion of FTR. I love their their jackets so much. Mm-hmm. Number one, I know I will never be able to get one, which makes me sad. Mm-hmm. But it's also good because I know I could never pull that off. Oh, Can yeah. you people imagine? My big red-headed ass trying to roll around Vegas in that jacket. I would look like such an asshole. I'd look like you such get an away asshole, man. I could maybe get away with Listen, I got I once dressed as myself on Halloween in Vegas. I didn't like literally my Halloween costume didn't arrive. Yeah. Everyone on the street thought I was a leprechaun, Kevin. Everyone on the street thought I was a leprechaun. They're like, "Oh, like Give him his lucky charms. Oh and I'm gosh. just dressed like me, wearing an olive, like, military jack, green jacket. Just think, yeah. <laughs> so Stealing away. Apparently, I also once had a, a, a wardrobe lady um, on a movie set mm-hmm. once, like, start panicking. Like, get him out of that green shirt. Get him out of it. And I'm like, what? what's wrong? She's like, you, you've got too much of a Kris Kringle vibe going on already. <laughs> As it is, we got to get you out of this shirt. Like the young Chris Kringle from the uh, yeah from the stop exactly. motion. Exactly, I am just clearly yeah. young Chris Kringle to everyone, and um, it's not a bad. But thing it to does be, lead though. it does lead to a solid bad Santa Halloween outfit, uh, which yeah is a fun idea. That's a good. That's a good. Trip. Um, let's see. But we digress. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Wait, so yeah. Serena but Diamond, she I would good. Yeah, and now I just want to say one last time, I would uh-huh. buy all the the custom FTR merch for all the things they've been wearing lately. Oh yeah. If I could afford them and if I could pull them off. Yeah. Um I'm glad Sir Lorena Deeb won. Yes. I really I re- man, Karushita is so good and she has stayed so good. There are times when I was like Serena Deeb is way better than her and Thunder Rosa is way better than her. Thunder Rosa in May of 2022 is not better than Hikaru Shida. She's not. I don't think and I, man, I'm, I'm, I hope Hikaru Shida has a really good feud with whoever she feuds with next. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see Serena Deeb wherever she goes next after this. I think Serena Deeb's going for the title as long as she didn't break her orbital bone. Did you see the photo of her after I the match? I was really worried that was a broken orbital. Really worried. Yeah. Because I, I, I haven't heard. I forgot who else anything. said it, but generally when you see that in MMA, you got You've got a broken article. Generally speaking. Yeah. We haven't heard anything. I, I really orbital? hope it doesn't. Yeah, Orbital. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because, uh, I I mean, it's pretty clear that she's being set up for the world title match, which would yeah. be outstanding. Uh, also, I think she would, she'd be the one to bring out the real Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Um, I re- That's the feud we've all been dreaming of for a long time, and I mm-hmm. hope we get a better Thunder Rosa, like a more of a the street fight. Thunder Rose, like era Thunder Rosa, which mm-hmm. is what I want. Um, we had House of Black versus Death Triangle, the return of Death Triangle with the return of um, Ray Fenix. Fenix. And it's finally now they have described for us because this is, by the way, in case you didn't realize, Kevin, this is the only reason Alex Eberhantes has been dra- dressed yeah, like a the only on. reason. Right. The only reason for yeah. weeks. <laughs> And I knew it the second I saw it. The second oh, yeah. Alex Abraham started started talking, I'm like, that's Ray. That is 100% not Alex. Yeah, right. Um, I think everybody knew it. It was really exciting to see. Yeah. I'm really excited for them to move on from this angle. And I love that they just decided we're just going to use um, 
Fuego. We're just we're just gonna use Fuego del Sol, del Sol as right. stand-in Ray Phoenix right. till Ray gets back. Right. And um and by the way, can we now agree that everyone who initially said this man just was murdered in the ring with that arm injury was right? And not that yeah. second round of it wasn't that bad. This right. man was out like five <laughs> years. This man was out for five yeah. damn years. Yeah. Easily. Yep. And I'm still, I was still worried about him injuring himself just even in this yeah. whole brawl. He's just so crazy. By the way, so he had, he had the, the shovel. Yep. And I thought then for sure he revealed himself. Gonna, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he swung that shovel. Yes. And it was the worst shovel swing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. It was awful. Like, I don't know if anybody else felt that way the same way as me. I didn't see many tweets about it. I think, but I'm yeah. like, it was just the, it was, it looked goofy. I think, I think Phoenix, Phoenix. I think he was working real hard not yeah. to hit anybody, right? And, and he like went and way this is, too this far. Is the above thing that I think, I think Phoenix is not used Phoenix. to worrying about hurting people. Yeah, I think Phoenix. I don't think he goes, usually cares at all. I think he usually just goes full speed, and he was like, "Oh wait, I can't do what I normally do. I might actually yeah. kill a man." So and he doesn't know how to he doesn't know how to do that. So yeah. you know, I think we're gonna need we've got a lot of people taking a lot of people under each other's wings in AW. Right. Mm-hmm. We may need Eddie Kingston to end up taking taking Ray under his wing and let him know sometimes it's okay to murder. Sometimes sometimes you say, just have to yeah. murder. Like, look, if if this is the Ray Phoenix we get with him being afraid to kill people, right? I'm okay with him killing people. I'm okay with him knocking right. out the occasional young buck or ftr right it's it's fine um yeah i was happy to see the the death triangle return i was i i had the the uh passing thought that they should rename themselves now that the angle is there and fuego de sol has been written out they should rename themselves no fear no fuego oh that's a great idea by the way we've had now death triangle i think since year one in aw i think late uh, year one yeah well and During I swear COVID, we've seen them and they've all yeah, been there, we, but they've they've only been the death triangle since uh, COVID. This, this is where, this is where I'm going. Okay, I swear we've seen we've had them in like four matches. Like at somebody either Pat can't can't get, get travel, right. Ray is injured. Right, we have seen like three death triangle matches ever in all these years of death right. triangle. Right, man, like we never get this full group, and I hope we get an extended run here. Um. So next we had undisputed elite against Brock Anderson, Dante Martin, Lee Johnson, and the Varsity Blondes. This is the Fivals match. The as you Fivals will explain match. in just a second. Yes, I could not pay attention to this match because you have the undisputed elite, who even though they have been getting wins right now, right. are all big deals against Dante Martin, who is a semi big deal, mm-hmm. and a bunch of guys who I like, who I mm-hmm. really like. I really like Lee Johnson. Right. I really like Brock Anderson, even though he's super green. Yeah. And there was no way these guys were winning. Like, there was just right. no way. The definition Dante, of not big deals. Dante should be teamed at this point with bigger deals than these guys. And I yep. think their idea is they they gave Flying Brian a couple of weeks of being a big, de- big deal. And Brock mm-hmm. Anderson's gotten a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But kind of like Arn said earlier – you got to be like eight to nine weeks mm-hmm. consecutively to be a big deal, mm-hmm. which Dante is the only guy here that's gotten that. Right. All these people could be at that level, but they're not. 
And the thing is, is of those people, I think the only one that probably should be at that level right now is maybe Lee Johnson. Like he can, mm-hmm. he can go. I think mm-hmm. I see him as a very similar guy to Dante, but um, he just gets the occasional push. Yeah. I mean, I think Dante has people's imagination. I think he, I think like you yeah. said, that eight to 12, however, well, most of a year, I guess that he had where he was a yeah. single and they really pushed him all the way up to getting a title shot. I and mean, he's one of like, what, five guys who've gotten title shots yeah. in pages ring. Um, you know, I think he's kind of made as a quote, yeah. real guy. He may not be a tippy top I- guy, but people buy into him. And it's such a shame that whatever happened to Darius happened to him. Uh, I, 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 did we talk about this last week? Because it we is We talked crazy about how we shame. didn't know what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he just, he, he's as good. He feels like he is as good as his brother. And mm-hmm. then years from now, and I probably said this last week, years mm-hmm. from now, we're going to look back and be like, every time he needed to be there, he wasn't there. Yep. And it's also, at the same time it's holding him back, mm-hmm. it's empowering his brother and allowing mm-hmm. him to get put mm-hmm. in these spots that are making him look like a million bucks. You know who it makes me think of is, um, oh, shoot, I just went blank on his name. Chad Gable's Let's- partner in American Alpha in NXT. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he just got hurt at just the time that that team what could have broken name? through. Uh, I well, just went you blank. know what? If he hadn't got hurt, maybe we'd rem- maybe we'd remember his name. <laughs> yeah, I just if got he a hadn't mental gotten block. Hurt. Oh, He's really good. One guy we didn't talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, Parker, the the NXT cuts Parker Boudreaux. Mm-hmm. Literally, I would like to see him like run, go down and train with Dustin Rhodes because. We've seen a lot of people come a long way with Dustin that hadn't come a long way in NXT. And he, the fact that he's like a little Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. man, like you, I'd I'd like to have them him have a chance in AEW, but I haven't seen him wrestle to know if he can go or not. Yeah. They seem to not think he can. That seems I to be the rap. came a long way with Dustin. Yeah. Um, Thunder Rosa this week, I was watching her her vlog with Dustin Rhodes, and she was talking about how um, like she owes most of her improvement to Dustin Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't mind seeing him yeah, you never know. get a shot there. You never know. I'm, I've never seen him actually Again, wrestle other than when he's been. I, I don't think Tony Khan needs to pay him $300,000 a year. Yeah. I think Tony Khan maybe needs to pay for his room and board while he trains with right. Dustin, <laughs> right. while Dustin determines can he go or not. Yes. Something closer to that. Yes. Jason um, Jordan also is the name of Chad Gable's partner for the people there you who go. have been shouting at us for the last now, seconds. I now remember that, which maybe I would have remembered if he hadn't gotten hurt, which is a complete lie because right. I just de- never watched him. Yep. Um, okay. Scorpio Sky, Sammy Guevara. You have issues with this match. You hated this match. No, no. What you said earlier. No. Word for word. Hated. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm excited to hear your take on the match, though. Really I, I like the match. It was good. It was exciting. And um, I'm actually. They always know, have some new. They always have some. Yeah. Sammy does a lot of ladder matches. He always has a couple of new spots in each one. Yeah. Which is impressive considering we've been watching ladder matches for yes. a lot of years. Right. I mean. The simple, yes. I mean, just watching Matt Hardy attempt to walk tells you how many ladder matches we've seen over the Yes, years. that's what I do not want for Sammy. I want Sammy to live a long and virile life where he can, you know, make out with his girlfriend, <laughs> make whatever he all wants. all those little Brazilian babies. Right, and just sp- make beautiful little babies and, uh, you know, whatever. And 
I almost saw all that end this week when he did that insane oh my flip God. and almost drive his head through the mat. Um, and you know, you know, there like one thing I learned. Like I helped raise my nephew. Mm-hmm. Loved my nephew. My nephew's a damn idiot. Okay. <laughs> And I learned that you can't teach young guys mm-hmm. anything. They, they have to learn Dan it Lambert, experience. Yeah, Dan Lambert's right. Yeah. Youth yeah, is Dan Lambert is right. Yeah. And nobody is going to tell Sammy Guevara anything. Like no. Matt Hardy, even if Matt, Matt Hardy's not t- giving him good advice. Right. But anybody, like he's not listening. Yeah. He is just going to, if he gets crippled, he gets crippled. If he gets Magnum T8, he gets Magnum T8. Mm-hmm. I, I, and listen, li- anyone listening who is offended, I do not want that to happen to right. anybody. Right. Anybody. I really like Sammy Guevara. In fact, a good friend of mine had a pretty decent idea for where they need to take this angle mm. with full heel Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. He needs to be, he needs to no longer be the Spanish God. He needs to be the Spanish nightmare. And he oh, needs to no. come out with a dog like Pharaoh, but it needs to be like a little poodle. A little poodle, yeah. They need to just go the full Cody Rhodes route because they are so mimicking yeah. what's, being go- what's going on with Cody. Right. And the Spanish Nightmare just works so well. They should it. have a cooking show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was, remind me for my Tay joke that I cannot say on the air. Okay. Or it would be my last podcast <laughs> yeah. ever. Yeah, please. Um, and I'm really having Tourette's. I'm really having trouble not expressing it right now. Like, it desperately wants to be said. Yeah. Um. Let's talk. Okay. Paige Van Zant. Uh-huh. The fact these two men climb to the top of this thing, mm-hmm. this ladder with the women on their back was yeah. impressive. Yep. And I loved what you pointed out before the show about yeah. Paige in this moment. She, she the was woman was terrified, terrified. The look of fear <laughs> on her face when she was up there. And I thought I would be too. Here's yes. here she is on the back of this guy. She probably barely knows. You know, what was going through her head right then Yeah, was how much money Bare Knuckle is paying her right. and how the, she can't collect that money right. if she has a compound fracture right. of her leg. Right. Like, yeah. oh, she had to be terrified. It's Also, yeah. the OnlyFans money, even though she doesn't technically right. have OnlyFans, she has Paige fans aunt. Uh-huh. Um, that also is going to go downhill if she's right. in a full body cast. Right. You can't show your right. ass quite as 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 well mm-hmm. in a full body cast. She, yeah, I know that as well as she. She was like, uh, who would it be? Like Bobby Eaton on the scaffold. <laughs> yes, it's Ed Starcade. You know, just like sitting there crawling on her knees. You know, and it was oh. so funny because Tay when they knocked off, I don't know what they had in their head, like if they were going to do a chicken fight or what, but like, yeah, you know, they're sitting there. And Sky just falls off, like takes a bump off the ladder. And then yeah. she just sort of slips off onto a step <laughs> and then takes she like was, another step down and then hops off. Like she's just very she was safe. Very concerned. She God was very her, worried I, about her safety. I would have liked a little more of that from Sammy, actually. Yeah, I, I, I am perfect. Like I want to see more Paige Van Zant brawling yeah. with Ty Conti. Right. I do not need to see her on top of any more ladders. No. Because I am also concerned about her well being. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I did like the match. I, I, my complaints are nitpicky, and they're. Were they're, your complaints the fact that Sammy tried to kill? It him? was Sammy. It was Sammy trying to kill himself. I didn't. 
I didn't love the end when he fell on the barbed wire and then bounced up. Like they mm-hmm. just did one spot too many at the very end. You know, That's it's fair. like it's like That's nitpicky fair. criticisms. Like I and, liked that, but right. I can agree with the one spot too many. And also I couldn't I I couldn't once I thought of it, I couldn't suspend my disbelief anymore when they went to commercial to check on Sammy and Sky's just standing there watching him check on Sammy instead of just winning the match. Yeah. You know, that's which I'm like, you know, I normally give that a so lot of leeway. That's that. just TV. You know, it's yeah. fine. But have the thing is, it's very simple to have Sky ha- have someone from Sky's side be injured as well and have Sky right. checking on them. You know, right. Right. Yeah. Um, Sky injured, too. Yeah. And yeah. And, and also, yeah. that's actually something that's occurred to me in the past is and I'm surprised Tony Khan does do this because he always seems to try to, like, come up with, you know, twisted logic explanations for why things happen but they should um institute well i don't know if this is a great some people may not like this but it would at least explain the commercial breaks um if they instituted like referee pauses in the mat like a time injury timeout for like evaluation during a match hey we're gonna pause the match the doctor's gonna check them out see if they can continue we'll be right back you do it you do it in mma you do it in Mm -hmm. boxing i would have no problems with them instituting that they've already started doing playing with the judge's idea or the yeah the um the judge's angle Mm -hmm. i'd love that as well i wouldn't mind that and it would make more sense than guys just not climbing the ladder like we already have Listen, sometimes Jim Cornette is right, and sometimes Jim Ross is right. right. And I 100% agree with them on people standing outside the ring waiting for extended periods yes. of time on people to jump on them. Right. I already have enough problem. I hate, and I don't think I've expressed this, I really hate the um, Jade's finisher where the only way you pull it off is for your opponent to, of their own volition, wrap their legs behind you mm-hmm. yeah every time they have to do it with no prodding from jade they have to wrap their legs behind her for her to pull off her finisher right i hate that if only that we had, way yeah like an old way, school I'm announcer who, who could explain like uh well the way she holds her uh you know it causes a yeah. nervous thing to cause her legs to tuck behind her involuntarily yeah. <laughs> Kind of like or, the mandible like, claw paralyzes you. If she doesn't, or like if she doesn't tuck her legs like that to support yeah. herself, it causes more pain right. or something. Instead of, mm-hmm. I prefer that to just Jim Ross shitting down everyone's throat right. <laughs> about true. a move. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, I just want to repeat every. I'm going to repeat this every time I, I try and shit on Jr. He's the greatest announcer of all time, and he's yep. the worst announcer on TV. Yeah. Both of those things. Right. By the way, Ian Riccoboni. Awesome. Loved him. I really hope they start using him more. I mm-hmm. really hope he, this is his opportunity. I really hope they seize on this opportunity. Give Excalibur a break, you know, like, yeah, like when, when they have an ROH match, I would, I would love it. Um, if they even did the thing where they like really quickly over commercial break, replace the turnbuckles with ROH turnbuckles or just put like a little yeah. cover over them, you know, it's so simple to do. It's really yeah. quick. Right. I'd like that a lot. I like the um, I mean not not too crazy but real like, quick real I, I quick really well like before we leave uh, before we leave uh uh Tay and Sammy. Uh-huh. Uh did you see that they won the mixed tag team titles at Triple Mania over the weekend? I did not. Even I though did Sammy not. did not wrestle. So I guess Sammy's like a little banged up still. So okay. someone replaced him in the mat. I didn't watch it. This is what I read. 
They were like a stand-in. Someone stood in for him in the match, but when they won the match, Sammy was the one who got the belt. Oh, wow. I, it was listen, weird. I, I love the insanity of AAA. Right. I love that just AEW <laughs> people will have their belts for like two years and not defend them, and apparently right. that's not abnormal at all. Right. Um, Listen, this weekend was hard, man. It was hard. There was UFC. Mm -hmm. There was Shakur Stevenson match. Mm -hmm. There was the Katie Taylor match. Mm -hmm. There was um, Triple A, apparently. Triple Mania was happening, Mm -hmm. which had only just hit me. Triple A, Triple Mania should happen three times a year. It should be... There should be three of them. I've just determined that, and I'm going to stand by it to the day I die. They, and then there was the Defy match on mm-hmm. Pluto TV, which yep. I did not get to see the main event. Oh. It ended up freezing for okay. me for too long, and I, yeah. and I fell asleep. Um, yep. There was just a lot of stuff on Saturday there night, There was a man. big New Japan show. Yeah. Yeah. I um, There's a lot I have to download yep. totally legally here over the next few days yes. to watch. Yes. Also, just TV-wise, just TV-wise as well. A lot of stuff coming back. Barry came back on HBO, which I really like. Yeah. Um, they dropped the final half season of Ozark, which I'm powering through. Um, this was a big weekend for TV, man. Mm-hmm. Also, Undone. Have you ever watched Undone on Amazon Prime? Yes, I it's have. A, uh-huh. They dropped season two this oh, weekend. Oh, really? It's been like oh, three that's years why it's in been the making. Up. I thought it was just yeah. recommending me the first season. Forever I've been waiting for it, and now yeah. it's finally popped that was up. really and good. Every, Every time I sit down to watch it, I legit fall asleep. I can't. I realize I'm now so old. I can't watch yeah. it in a recliner. I have, I'm going to have to watch it sitting up at my <laughs> laptop to stay awake for it. That's yeah. the kind of week it's been. Yep. Okay. So enough non-wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We talked Darby Allen, sort of Strickland. What do you think of the match? We didn't really talk about the end. The match was good. I really liked it. I've never really seen good. them. I mean, you know, I know they go way back and defy and all yeah. that. And uh, so I, I, I didn't would love know to that see more. Before all the talk. I really hope we get to see it again. I hope they run mm-hmm. it back. By the way, in Defy this weekend, um, Swerve was in the same match as Nick Wayne, an AEW mm-hmm. signee. And seeing Nick Wayne in kind of his home promotion, mm-hmm. you realize he's going to be real good. One he's day, got man. the stuff, man. He's got it. He's got everything. Yeah. He's a little guy, but mm-hmm. thankfully, AEW exists and it is a promotion for little guys. Yeah. And I'm really glad he signed with AEW. Yeah, he's going to be great. Um, Keith Lee and Colton Gunn, they had, you know what? What do you think of the baddies? As a, as I, I was it. into the baddies, I'm into the baddies as a, as like a group, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if I'm totally in as a wrestling group yet, but mm-hmm. Jade does elevate them both. Elevates yeah. Kira, elevates Red, Red Velvet. Right. And it makes Jade um, feel like an even bigger deal. I love the bit with the fans yeah. that have the $100 bills on them. Oh, that's so great. they're like just that's banning great. themselves with $100 bills. Apparently, I think I may have mentioned this again last week. Um, Brian Danielson has been working with Jade, and that has paid off a lot, a whole lot. I still love Sky Blue, and I think they should do more with her, even though she's like 19 years old, 20 yeah. years old. Um good, too. Willow, Willow Nightingale looked good. I, I didn't really. Great. What do you think? Like Trisha Dora, I can't even remember from the match, but. Nobody was bad in it, I thought. No, I didn't. No. I mean, the three people they beat were probably actually better than Kira and, better than them. and Red yeah. Velvet. But, uh, yeah. you know, Trisha Dora had seen a little bit in Ring of Honor. And, and yeah. I think she's she's pretty good, too. I think Willow Nightingale's got something special. I think she could be really. I, I think she could like be the really only, something. 
I think a lot of people think I don't like her because I criticized her being in the Mercedes Martinez match at ROH, mm-hmm. but I only meant that having only seen her lose on yeah. AEW Dark made me think she wasn't up to that match. Right. But I really liked her, and I think I mentioned I really liked her yeah. on AEW Dark. She yeah. does have something special. She's just super charming. And, yeah. and I think she's got a lot. She can go a long way as a face in AEW. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We had acclaimed scissor in the ass boys. <laughs> Never thought I'd had, say that. Had to type that sentence. Oh, that's my where God. they talked about the to, finals. Man. Yeah, that's yeah, right. The, the ass boys were, or the the gun club said that the gun club is is the best in singles, tag teams, trios, quattros, and fivals. An American tale, the ass boys. Right, right there. <laughs> oh my God. Um. So yeah, Keith Lee beat Colton Gunn. Yeah. Anything pretty standard necessarily you want to say no. about that? Yeah. yeah. It was just it was fun. Yeah. Um so Kevin, yeah. Am I wrong in assuming that they advertise Danhausen versus Hook for weeks now? They they, was I adver- wrong they advertised a confrontation. They did this week. Uh-huh. But I think previously they were advertising a match. Okay. Or am I just on crack? I don't know if they ever said a match. Now, he did say Danhausen did challenge him to a fight. Yes. He challenged him to a fight, which then they announced it, and then it turned into a confrontation. uh And it was barely, I did like, because the whole time I've been saying, I want this to turn into these men teaming against someone. Right. And right now, they're almost there. They've got Tony Nese, but there needs to be someone else with Tony Nese. I think it's going to be smart Mark Sterling. Oh, my God. I think we'll see. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But Danhausen can actually wrestle. Yeah. He actually can bad. wrestle. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, like, I don't he want to be able to, to do much him. right now. That might be it. He might be limited right now. But if he's limited, don't you want him in there against a really good worker who is not going to yeah. hurt him again? Yeah. And not smart Mark Sterling. Right. Who, by the way, his they've gotten a lot more. Out of Smart Mark Sterling, that I initially thought Smart yeah, Mark Sterling were had to him to death. I hope he gets paid. They are that man. Oh my yeah. god, for real. Um, so yeah, Hookhausen now appears like it's going to be a thing. Yes, that's kind of what we wanted, and, um, and we're finally getting to see uh, Danhausen interact with a full arena of people, which yeah, it is going over big. Like they really like it from him, and everything yeah. we have criticized about this, yeah. everyone is loved. Everyone, at least right. in arenas, has absolutely loved every They're chanting Hookhausen. Oh, my God. The fact yeah. that that happened. Now, look, there might have been AW might have had some plants getting right. getting that started. Sure. I don't know. Sure. But but for the most part, that happened organically. Yeah. That is mind blowing. Yeah. To me that it happened organically, but it did. I really hope what they're doing is they're going back and looking at old matches of um, Steve Austin and Dude Love and not the rock and sock connection <laughs> because if you go back to those Steve Austin and dude love tag team, yeah. little brief time that they were, they yeah. were a team like Steve Austin did not change. He was annoyed no. by dude love. He yeah. kicked no less ass. I want Hall. I want hook to be incredibly annoyed by Danhausen, yes. but right. grudgingly put up with his bullshit. You're right. We don't That's even want RK want. bro yet. We don't even want any of that. None of this no. like, Hey, I, no. I've learned to love you and, and no. smoke pot together stuff. No, like, no, I don't want these men. We don't want them sharing chips for on TV. Yeah. I don't want them sharing a locker room. Right. 
Much less chips. Hook just needs to continue to be mildly annoyed by him. Yeah. And uh, more annoyed annoyed by the people who want to hurt him. I really, by the way, I really liked, uh, I liked Hook Hook taking on Tony Nese. I think that's a good match. I think that's a good, good guy to have wrestle Hook early on. I'm excited about that. Yeah, that should be good. Okay. Have we, have we talked about everything this week? Is that all the matches? Uh, I feel like we're missing something. Samoa Joe and Trent was really the only other thing. I liked that match. I thought that was it was good. good. I enjoyed that a lot. I just love seeing Samoa Joe beat up people, man. I really love oh my it. Gosh. And I would like to see, I see Trent as a potential, I feel like wherever he's been, New Japan, mm-hmm. AEW, he is a guy that if he wasn't in a tag team, mm-hmm. you could see them push him to a fairly high level. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see him used at a higher level, even though it's clearly not going to happen right now. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's something that could have happened early on if like if his tag team partner had gotten injured during COVID or something, but yeah. that didn't happen. He was the one not that injured. I want yeah. anything to happen to Chuck. Yeah. Right. I I think where they missed the boat where they could have done with Trent and, and it wouldn't have been elevating him, but it would have yeah. at least given him a story was if they had they never really did the story of Wheeler really closing the door on best friends yeah. by hurting Trent. Yeah. You know, like, like they, I, I felt like that was something they needed to do mm-hmm. uh, of like, all right, you're, you know, this is your final test. You're going to have to yeah. hurt your friends and have them hurt Chucky and have them hurt Orange Cassidy yeah. and have them hurt Trent. And, you know, Trent, that Trent and Trent versus Yuta could have been the big rampage match that was They're, like, Trent, you know, okay, you hurt, you hurt, uh, you know, you hurt Orange, you hurt um, Chuck. It, so now it's like, all right, I've hated you this whole time. Now it's throw down, you know. I feel like if we were ever going to get a male versus female match in AEW, it would have been, it would have been Chris versus Yuta in that type of situation. <laughs> um, yeah. There've been a lot of matches they could have, there've been a lot of storylines they could have had with best friends that they haven't, yeah. such as a story where Trent is so put out by Wheeler Yuta that he chooses Rapungi Vice. And mm-hmm. then they face off, and we yeah. never quite got that either. Yeah. Um. So I want to talk Orange Cassidy here. We had okay. Orange Cassidy face off against Satnam Singh. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful image of yeah, Satnam standing like th- yes, like three foot up the ramp. They had mm-hmm. the side angle; it was perfect. Mm-hmm. But then we had them further establish that Orange Cassidy is a stupid human being. <laughs> I like the kicks. Yes. I like the kicks against men who aren't going to fucking murder you. <laughs> like, it was clear this was going to happen. Yeah. He got launched to the moon. Right. And I guess Orange is still injured because we haven't seen him wrestle in a while. And yeah. he was a top guy for a while. He was yeah. beating top guys. He beat pretty recently Adam Cole. He beat Chris Jericho multiple times, mm-hmm. um, including in that Satsuma Tsunami main event mm-hmm. um, or whatever that was yeah. called <laughs> and Mimosa Mayhem. And now he's just he's just be he's just kicking the wrong dudes, man. Just yeah. kicking the wrong dudes. Yeah, he's just he's just fearless. But how long ago was it we were seeing him in a cast every week? I think. It must be he is still. He got hurt in uh, recovering. Yeah, it was uh, November, wasn't it? Did he get Not hurt in the ladder long match? Oh yeah, yeah, 
Well, that's a long time. I think that's when it was. Well, yeah, this, my God, it's now been seven months. That can't be right. Okay. So was it a revolution? Yeah, it was the revolution ladder match. That's where he got hurt. That's right. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. We're pretty far along. Yeah. Um, All right. Should have been on dynamite this week. Or do you want to talk about, okay, let's talk about should have been on dynamite. We can throw dark and elevation in there. Yeah. I just threw some of the dark and elevation matches from last week because Minoru Suzuki beat up QT Marshall. I'm going to be honest with everybody listening. Yeah. I've not seen dark or dark elevation. And now I'm upset that I'm looking at the matches you have listed. (laughs) Minoru Suzuki versus QT Marshall. I want to see that because I want to see him hurt QT. Kazarian top flight in the Hardys versus Private Party Angelico Blade. By the way, how did Angelico how did Angelico survive, survive the cuts right. Who knows? And Jack Evans didn't. That's interesting. I don't know. Caster, that's a good match. Statlander versus Julia Hart, I really want to see. I want to see Dark Statlander just murder this poor creature. She, that's that's the downside though. She did not. It was a back and forth match. It drove <sighs> that me is insane. Yeah, that is ridiculous. That should be a murder. Yeah, it should have been because a and it was not. Not only Chris Statlander's established as a legit title contender who wrestled Britt Baker hard for the title. Mm-hmm. Julia Hart has been pouting for eighteen solid months. Right, eighteen months, ladies and gentlemen. Right, I'm never wrong on these times. Um, and is not she and moves. She is still in that level. She is at yeah. that level of greenness where she moves right. in matrix matrix time. She moves yes. in slow motion. Yeah, she does moves beyond an arm yeah. bar. It was it was uh, Chris should it, murder her. Yeah, it she did not. It was oh. it was really annoying. T- yeah. How was Takashita versus Brandon Cutler? I, that's what uh, I'm excited for. But again. It depends on what you want, because Brandon Cutler is in full on comedy stooge mode. He doesn't even take yeah. off the like Zubaz outfit. And by the uh, way, he did yeah. he still have the mask on that he's yes. had on now for two years? Yes. And yes, I don't think I'm exaggerating on the two years. It's maybe I he's did, yeah. had that mask I'm not on sure. a year now. Yeah. It's uh, been a while. So yeah, for for to to Takashita or Tak Takeshta. Takeshta, as I thought I wrote it down. Um okay. Is uh like I know, like I, I have any I'd, idea. I'd I'd spelled it Takeshita. out for myself. That's Takeshita. the way. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, it was a weird match to debut him in because I mean I guess it's not really his debut. He was around a year ago, yeah. but like right, you know, the hey, this guy's this amazing import, you know, this kind of thing, and then he kind of does a weird comedy match. But then everyone was like, yeah, but he's from DDT, and they did a DDT match. Mm-hmm. There you so go. They as long as I think you're going in DDT. with the right expectations, then it'll be fun. And then uh, this week, this week on Elevation, he does a match with um, uh, uh, Tyler Rust. Oh, okay. Uh, that's a little more Very, serious. So yeah, yeah, he gets to show off some more stuff there. For anybody that wonders, like I literally, the reason I have this new job is at the beginning of this week, I literally traveled cross country had a seven hour stuck on a plane for seven yeah. hours Ugh. on a tarmac Nightmare. travel back the next day recovered the next day i have literally yeah most of this week was completely lost to me i've barely had time to watch anything the fact that you've been able to call all this is a miracle already um yeah so okay so should have been on dynamite you've got the moxley versus lawler match from defy that i missed mm-hmm I was so excited for this match. Yeah. I was I was excited because there's so much wrestling. 
that comes on things I don't have. Yeah. And I'll watch them through questionable ways. Sure. A lot of times you got to reload feeds and all that. And this, mm-hmm. I'm like, I can watch this on my 65-inch screen. Right. I already have Pluto TV yep. because they have a full-on Adams Family channel. I watched a lot <laughs> right before Halloween. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this is perfect. Yep. Clearly, they were not ready for the excitement they instilled in people like yeah. me mm-hmm. who realized all of a sudden, I've heard nothing but good things about Defy. Mm-hmm. My buddy Junior Horseman is always loving life at Defy Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And Swerve is on it. And Nick mm-hmm. Wayne is on it. And mm-hmm. all these. And, and Moxley, everybody tuned in and they were not prepared for it. They broke Pluto TV, Kevin. They completely broke it. Yeah. I couldn't watch it on my TV app. It wouldn't load it. I couldn't get my... Uh, I couldn't get my laptop to play it on the browser. Oh, wow. I got it to play on my phone. And then finally, I remembered I had an iPad now, and I pulled it up on the it, iPad and it played. Genuinely curious. Was mm-hmm. it just getting into the Pluto app or was it the actual that channel? So it was mostly getting into the Pluto app. I could not get the okay. Pluto app to load on my TV. That is that's weird. It would just show the little Pluto, really well for me. It would just show the little Pluto graphic and then it would freeze right. and then it would just never that do anything. tells you. That tells you right there how many people they brought in. Might have been, yeah. Because, look, Pluto isn't, look. They probably, yeah. I mean, it's it's not like it's Hulu, but right. they generally have, like, a lot of people use it because it's free mm-hmm. and there's real shows There's a there. lot of, yeah, a lot of programming. Enough, enough wrestling fans wanted to see Defy, mm-hmm. but I think that's why it didn't work because you were having that trouble. Sam from Power Bombshells was having yeah. trouble. I might have to and try I have, again. And like, for instance, I've I, I did watch party things for Discovery, mm-hmm. and this Halloween I did a number of Halloween watch parties for mm-hmm. old fans that wanted to do some Halloween mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I got what we did is we got together and we watched things on Pluto, and it worked well for everybody. And so that's why I'm harping on that. And that it's not I'm like oh give Pluto a chance. It's that Pluto's always worked. And it mm-hmm. didn't work this time because everybody was wanting to see this show. Yeah. And that just tells you how popular indie right. wrestling is when the right. And then the show there. would freeze every once in a while, too. And yeah. I'd have to read. I'd have to reload it. That eventually. That's what ended up killing me. I watched yeah. two or three pretty good matches. Yeah. Um, I saw the big demo match. I watched mm-hmm. the Nick Wayne swerve match. Mm-hmm. And finally, it froze and it just. Bollywood boys match for, was good. Yeah. Um, it was overall a really good show. Yeah. But. Like the last time I think it froze, it froze for like a half hour and I eventually fell asleep. Yeah. I and, finally uh, figured that if I changed to a different channel and switched like a back. different Pluto channel and then switch back, it would load. Okay. Again. I didn't even uh, think so I had that. to do that a couple of times during the match, but it it was a the point it was it was a really good match. It's worth that it's yeah. worth going out of your way to see. It's exactly okay, what I, you'd expect. I'm gonna see if I can get that because I yeah. really want to see that match. It is exactly um, what you would expect from a match with them. And uh, and Moxie's post match interview was really fun because he uh, basically promised that that uh, Brian Danielson would come back to the next Defy show and the and the Blackpool Combat Club would do a tag match. But then he kind of said, "I think I just got in trouble with Tony if he hears I just did that because <laughs> I booked my own stuff." Uh, but how, uh, how- yeah. How fantastic is it that we live in an era where the biggest, arguably one of the biggest stars in pro wrestling yeah. can just show up on these indie shows right. and, and do a real have, match, do real matches and guys yeah. like Swerve can right. just show up on these shows. Yeah. And the thing is, in previous generations, all these AEW people would be completely locked down and, mm-hmm. and, and organizations like Defy mm-hmm. could potentially be dying. 
because right. of that, because they right. couldn't get the big stars. But now all these people can wrestle everywhere, but whether it, AAA, yeah. just everywhere. And I it love it. It feels that. like the territory days, like when you would yeah. you would have your local guy and then Ric Flair would come to town. Yeah, or, and Ric Flair or, right. would take the local guy to a time limit draw right. so that you you knew our guy almost had yeah. him. He almost right. had him. And that's what happened. I don't know if I don't know if Tom Lawler's like a super entrenched defy guy, but like that's kind of how they sold it in the match was, yeah. you know, Moxley uh puts him over and says, "Hey, now that we've bled together, he basically says, uh I declare that, you know, here in this ring that uh, Tom Lawler is officially compatriot of Blackpool Combat Club. Like he's like an That's associate, awesome. you know, like he's not in he the thing, but patch. Yeah, he needs a patch, a little patch on his, on his jean shorts. Yeah. So my should have been on Dynamite this week, and I'm almost embarrassed to say it was Hey E.W. Not Hey You. The show. Hey You. Oh, hey you this speaking, week. speaking of reading, I the way they're not, not supposed to be said. Yeah. Listen, I wasn't even going to watch this show, and I don't remember what caused me to play it. I, but I, I watched it because you it. texted me and told me yeah. to watch it. I loved it that at the beginning, the host, whose name I can't remember. RJ City. RJ City, which that's not a name of a person. That's a place. <laughs> RJ City is grilling yeah. Rip Baker on on dental terminology and right. dental like dental practices, which yes. I loved. Yeah. And then he starts asking questions about the acquisition of teeth. Right. What do you do with realize? Yeah. He has been coerced by Danhausen, who then shows up. Yes. Invades the set, keeps turning off like the camera on or like live or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. On air sign thinking he's taking them off air, trying desperately to get a tooth hookup because the man is running low, which explains why he hasn't had his jar of teeth. Uh, yeah, that they've never explained his teeth on AW. And I cannot tell you how excited I was for a half hour of dental questions with Brent Baker yep. and Danhausen trying to acquire teeth. Yep. It completely changed my my view of this show. And now I'm gonna try it much more often. Did you enjoy that? Did you I get actually what I really about did. that, Kevin? I actually really did enjoy hearing yeah. Britt Baker just talk dentistry. Yeah. You, because and, you she just completely shifted modes where yeah. she actually literally was explaining to him how to take good care of your teeth. Yes. And the kind of things it, she sees and things like that. Yeah. That we you learn the difference between a, right. a DDS and a right. DMD. Right. So, yes. Like so many different things you learn. And I love and how she it, pointed out that there's two dentists in wrestling, one successful, one's not. And the successful one is a DMD and the not successful exactly one right. was a DDS. Simple she also that. had a now, great line where he talked to her about being a role model. And I actually really love this line where she uh -huh. said, I'm a role model to anyone who has a dream and then decides they have two. That is awesome. I love that. That is awesome. And she was and like, legit. you don't have to choose. You can you can just work hard and do both. A lot of times in larger sports talk, we talk about Brock Lesnar, mm -hmm. um, mainly on my, my, my radio show. And the fact that Brock Lesnar is a national champion wrestler, a world champion in UFC, headlines WrestleMania, has headlined UFC 200 and mm -hmm. walked on to the, the Minnesota Vikings mm -hmm. and was going to make the scout team if he stayed. Yep. And what just like what a human being he is, what a rare mm -hmm. athlete. The fact that Britt Baker is a really good wrestler. 
Yeah. Like one of the standout personalities, one of the superstars of AEW, and a full-time dentist yep. is not quite discussed enough in that she is yeah. the, the most aspirational person in the organization. Right. Because either one of those two things, you're a, you're a success. You're an overwhelming success in life. And she has done both while putting up with Adam Cole's bullshit. Right. That is a truly phenomenal <laughs> right. human being. He's the trophy husband. Yeah, that's right. That is exactly right. Even though he look, he needs to take a few more vitamins, say more, a few more prayers. Those right. arms are not looking good. Yeah, the days. spray tan abs aren't working. Yeah, but literally, that is a really fun interview, and that yeah, is it really worth is, checking actually. out, yeah. people. Yeah, it really. And now I want to go give RJ City a chance on some of these others. I'll have to watch them. I have yeah. a feeling they're not going to be that good. No, probably not. <laughs> no, I mean, like, God you're bless just them. like no. God bless. God him. I mean, he's he is pretty funny. He, he's funny, fa- but, but mean, he's just trying too hard to be Zach Galifianakis. There you go. That is fair, and and hopefully that's something he'll work out over time because everybody takes a little while to to get your gimmick right. There's right. a pretty good YouTube video on who Danhausen was before he was Danhausen and the slow evolution of his gimmick. How it mm-hmm. took a couple steps mm-hmm. to get to the Danhausen. Now that everybody just kind of intrinsically likes. Yep. When I thought everybody would see him as really effing weird right but apparently most people kind of dig it like yeah they kind of get into it yeah okay now let's look forward to what's coming up this week we've got uh i'll start with chris jericho versus santana of course mm-hmm. there's going to be a th- 18 week build before we get Tris- chris jericho versus eddie kingston right and are you excited kevin are you as excited as i am that we are i guarantee you for the next month going to see eddie kingston looking like the mummy he is yeah. going to be full yes. face wrapped. Yes. It is going to be awesome. And I hope we still see him attempting but failing to consume lots of cake. And I catering. hope he has zero eyebrows. Oh, like after they made the joke yeah. about his finely, finely groomed eyebrows. They have burnt. to. Yeah. They have to. He's got to get rid of them. have to. Uh, I'm really glad I'm not the only one noticing those eyebrows, by the way. Yeah. Also, Britt Baker, who was she? Th- she was throwing Ruby Soho under the bus, talking about how she She's gonna go. How she's got a date with with Ruby Soho's fav, like favorite place catering yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and I enjoyed that very much. Yep. Um. But by the way, do you feel like Britt might be on the way to making a face turn? Yes. You, I get I that feeling. I think by and the think end of the part Owen of the tournament, she's been gone. I think by the end of the Owen tournament, she will. Yeah. I Absolutely. think so. And I'm really excited to see how well that goes because I feel like Britt can do anything. Yeah. But she is such a great heel, man. Um, okay, then let's see. Want to grab that next match? Deanna Perrazzo and Mercedes Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes. Women, Mercedes for the ROH women's title to unify the interim and full title. Yeah. We're getting an impact. We're getting an impact athlete defending yep. the ROH title against the interim champion. I, I'm always excited. Like, I, I really hate that, that the Impact deal was kind of up. Mm-hmm. And I hope we get more Impact wrestlers in AEW. I like having everybody here. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Wardlow versus the mystery opponent. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's Big Cass slash Morrissey. Yep. Maybe it's Adam Shear. My God, you've really, you've got me worked up over that one. <laughs> yeah. You've got me worked up. And then uh, um, Are you yeah. excited at all for this next one? No. Bobby Fish no. and Jeff Hardy. I'm not. I'm not excited no. at all. And, and, and I like Bobby Fish. The thing Fish. is, I like of all the guys, of, of all the guys, of the two guys in Red Dragon, I'm more excited about Bobby Fish singles matches. Me too, actually. 
I, I'm not excited about Jeff Hardy versus anybody right now. No. I really hate saying and that. I'm really, and it's a shame. And I really, yeah, I feel bad because Jeff Hardy's probably going to win. He probably is going to win. He's Although the, only, been he's some the real... only one so far who's actually been in the ring with Owen. Oh, wow. Oh, that never hit me. Wow. Now, I'll say this. There have been a lot of surprises so mm-hmm. far in this tournament. A lot of surprises. So maybe maybe Bobby Fish gets in, and maybe there w- maybe that's the gimmick. There'll be three guys from mm-hmm. um, from mm-hmm. the elite in there. Maybe they'll cheat. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Butcher Bladen and Helico versus Blackpool Combat Club. I'd, yeah, that would just be fun. And Helico is kind of the outlier there, but you know yeah. he's a decent, you know, a Yuta, yeah. right? A Yuta equivalent on on that side. Let's see. Wait, four more Owen qualifiers this so, week. No, not this week. That's I just wrote that down because they've got to do them. We need four more. They've got to do weeks. them in the next because the eleventh is when the it it starts. So okay. that's they've right. Really, the only got a few episodes to wow, to knock right. those out. Now on okay, dark so, they announced. Um, where did I write that down? We are almost at two hours now. <laughs> well, right, we're, we're almost very done. close. Uh, they announced that Ray oh. Fenix and Dante Martin are going to have a qualifying match soon. That was one of the things holy from Dark. Yeah, hell. So that'll be holy insane. shit. That's going to be good. That's yeah. going to be so good. Now we Dante might join his brother on the sidelines for right. like eighteen months after this. Right. But um, I'm still excited for that. And from all from reports, there are reports of an L.A. dojo invasion. Mm-hmm. But we don't know when that'll happen because they're recording nope. like a month yeah. of shows. At some point on Dark, we're going to see the L.A. dojo invade. Probably That's setting up like a multi-man match at Forbidden Door or something. With I really yeah. hope they start doing more things like this to make Dark must yeah. watch because yes. there's no reason not to. There's no right. reason not to. No reason not Again, to. Again, during COVID, they were giving work to unemployed wrestlers and I mm-hmm. loved it. Mm-hmm. Now, they need to be producing content that people want to watch on a streaming service. Right. More things like this. Um need to be happening every single week yep okay we have you know what on the show itself on the show proper we've not yet mentioned the aew rankings are now more they're now power rankings power rankings that's right finally someone got tired of doing the math that's right and there's no longer attached there's no longer attached numbers right there's no win-loss records there's none of that um a couple of p- things we want to point out. Private Party is now in the top five. And I think the tag team division is incredibly stacked right now with yep. Danielson and Moxley at four, Hobbs and Starks at three, Silver and Reynolds at two, FTR at one. That's a hell of a division, yeah, man. That's awesome. Not to mention Private Party, like I said. Yep. Um, Anna Jay is mysteriously number three in the world right now. <laughs> and um, for whatever reason. And Chris Dallar hasn't shown up yet. Or is she there? <sighs> No, she's not there. Okay. Of course not. Serena Deeb, Nyla Rose, Anna Jay, Jamie Hayter, Red Velvet. Yeah. Um, of course, there's always a little bit of nonsense. Um, and then the men, Cole, Frankie, Cole at five, Frankie Kazarian at four, Moxley at three, Sky at two, Punk at number one, ready for that hangman. Uh, and of yep. course, Sky is now the champion again. Mm-hmm. Um, two-time champion. He's going to replace Sammy. I'm assuming Sammy will, will pop down there to number two or three, something like that, mm-hmm. next week. Um, anything else we need to talk about before we take it home? 
I don't think so. I don't think there's any news on on uh, any of the upcoming shows or anything like that. So, no, I think that's everything. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. As always, check out fightgamemedia.com. Check out the Patreon for from everybody here at Fight Game Media, for myself, James McDaniel, for Kevin Ely. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you again, hopefully, next Monday.